Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test, the nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture?
This is episode two of the Doing Life with God series. It's under our spiritual category. You can find the full list of topics we shall cover under this category on our website, jf.foundation. That is J-A-E-F.foundation. In this series, I talk to different Christian believers about how they do life with God, how they invite God into their daily lives and walk with Him. Doing life with God makes the Christian walk more fruitful and filled with victory in all areas of life. It gives us access to His supernatural power. This episode is a continuation of the last episode. It's all part of the same recording. We continue the discussion with our first guest of this series, Christian, on the subject of doing life with God, specifically on the subject of communication with God through prayer. We hope this episode blesses your heart. Open up your heart and mind and let's dive in. Met a ghost of a king on the road when I first fell. Fire burning to my knees, to my knees I fell. Met a ghost of a king on the road. Words of fire. He said, You are a lonely soul with a heart of stone that rakes against your thirsty bones. Such a lonely soul. Said, I can show you what can save you, but we need to go where no chariot can take you where the river meets the sand there is water day-to-day so okay if someone gets up just kind of throw out some things that maybe how they could approach the day and just kind of keep that love connection strong with God well, so let's say I'll just throw questions out. I'll just throw sure. different scenarios with you cool. so we've said okay worshiping him in the morning when you get up and uh, bring him praise and 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 all of that yes is Yes. That that's showing him love. Yes. Because you're giving him what he wants, what yes. he loves. Yes. So, okay. Let me say I go I go to the gym. How can I how can I keep that love connection? If I'm at the so, gym. okay, so you're in a public area, you're in a public space. So yeah. you can't be running around praying in the middle of a of a uh, of a gym, right? Cuz you'll look crazy. You can't do that. So, how are you going to be connected to God while you're in a public space, per se, the gym? Yeah. You have to do it now in an invisible manner. And you keep your mind, you know, what you could do is be meditating on the Word. Meditating on things that you need to be changing from internally that are invisible. Meditating on how you need to stop envy, gossip. Meditating how you need more honor in, in your heart. So... When I'm living in my everyday life and I'm walking, going on my walks and stuff, yeah, people see me walking, people see me listening to my music, but they don't know what's going on in my head. I'm meditating half the time. I'm meditating on things that I need to, I, 
and I'm examining it. The Bible says, examine yourself if you're in the faith. The Bible says, judge yourself and you shall not be judged. So God expects you to be analyzing the scriptures and seeing where you're not fulfilling. He doesn't always have to come and tell you, or nor, nor does a spiritual authority always have to come and tell you. He expects you to use your own wisdom and figure out what you need to change. Once you figured it out, you meditate, you meditate, you meditate, and sooner or later, that meditation that you've done is what changes you. And, there, and then God will cross, cross you off for that particular scripture. If he's saying you need more honor in your heart, you don't have enough honor in your heart, you're in a public gym, you start using your imaginations, and you really just focus on that honor. Hmm. And over time, that meditation that you've done on that honor, it's not just, Lord, make me honor, honoring. Yeah, you can do that. That's a spiritual prayer. Make me more honoring. And yeah, he'll answer. But you want to know what's more powerful? When you've spent an hour, all you've done is thinking about honor in your heart. Yeah. Or um, another one that's very hard for a lot of people. Forgiveness. Yes. Whew. That's the one. Lo love your enemies. Forgiving. Forgiveness is hard. Spending an hour meditating on that. And saying, if I run into this person who did this to me, how am I... How am I going to approach them? How am I going to greet them? How am I going to react if they say something to me? Correct. So forgiveness, that, that can be big too. Yeah. That's so another way to, because God's big on that. These are like, you know, invisible things and, and attitudes and attributes that go on in the heart and the mind that God is watching. So when you don't have them, you, you're really walking in a realm of disobedience. So, you know, somebody wrongs you and you keep that malice in your heart for a year when you could have just let go. You don't have to necessarily let go immediately because you're a human being, but you can let go the next day and say, oh my God, God forgave me of all my millions of sins when I came born again. This guy mouthed me off. Let me forgive him. Hmm. You need to have, you know, these are just one examples, but the heart of a child is the heart of forgiveness. And, uh, you know, every, the, the spiritual network is a spiritual wire. So if you pray long, and if you read the word well, and if you're in worship all the time, forgiveness will be easy. You just, yeah. You'll be so drunk in the spirit. Like, you won't even care if a person mocks you because of your love of God. You just, whatever. I don't, I'm so high off the spirit. I don't care. Does that make yeah. sense? So yeah. Forgiveness, yeah. For me personally, forgiveness is... I've been very fortunate because... Uh, forgiving. Yeah. That one, even even before I, I built a strong relationship with the Lord, I it was never hard for me to like keep grudges. Like I, it That's was good. it was always like, man, someone could wrong me at let's say 10 a.m. at 12 p.m. I I give them a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's been some, now there's been some, you know, some really heavy stuff I've had to forgive, but for me, that's never really been very hard for me. I've forgiven things that could easily take some people 30 years to forgive. Mm -hmm. yeah, and for me, and for me, it took me like, took me a week, made up my mind, said, you know what? I'm not the judge, yes. you know? It's, especially when it comes to people that I know are part of the family of God. And I know very well that um, God has said, God has said that, uh, or, yeah, when God has said that, when I know that they're part of the family of God, then I just have to forgive them because at the end of the day, if God has forgiven them for what they've done, then it's not up to me. I could keep my grudge. I could, 
keep my envy, I could keep my jealousy, and it would just be poison to my own soul. So once I got to know that, that if the person who wronged me asked for forgiveness and God forgave them, because God will always forgive, that's his nature, his, his loving kindness, his, his mercies in you every morning, but he, he's also very long-suffering. And he has said that uh, your sins I will remember no more. So for me, if God has forgiven someone, then I find it pretty stupid for me to keep that grudge or that you know that that hatred going towards the person. So for me, forgiveness has never really been like a, a weak point for me. Uh, what are, what are some of the things that you try to meditate on to kind of stay in the love? What what are, what are some of your weak spots? Oh uh, well. Luckily, well, some things I figure out on my own that I need uh, development on. You know, it could be humility, could be honor. But what happens is that when you when you get to close enough to God over time, is that He'll actually come tell you. He'll come tell you you need to change this. Yeah. And I'm gonna give you one example. Is that, and I, I need you to believe me, but I'm gonna give you an example. And He told me. He told me um, two to three weeks ago that I need to have the mindset of being the least of the brethren. Be the least of the brethren. Very clear. When that instruction was given to me, immediately that day, I started, my meditation went to that. I see. Because that's what he wanted to see formulate my mind. To, to think that... Um, you're the least of the brethren. What happens is that it's very easy when you've got, got into a realm that you're close to God. Hidden spiritual pride can come up very, very sim easily. So the mind must always be encapsulated in, in, in true low degree meekness. So either he'll come, if you're lucky, he'll stoop down low and tell you. If not, it's on you to figure it out. <laughs> and that's, it's fine. It's either way. And that's the beautiful thing about God is that it's it's a journey. It's not you're not going to become apostle overnight. You're not going to become bishop overnight. And it's a journey. You got to enjoy the journey. You got to enjoy the process, and enjoy it from a day to day uh, day to day thing. But really, you need to be ch making changes on a daily basis. I see. Very critical. If you're not to God, if you're not changing as a, as a human being, and Somewhat rapidly, he actually sees you as a dead person. A dead person stays the same. A living person is changing. So in the mind of God, and the Bible says, who knows the mind of the Lord that he may instruct many. The mind of God looks at a person if they're continually repenting to see if they're dead or living. So you could be a born again, but dead. And what I mean is that you're born again, but you're not changing. You're, yeah. you're staying the same year by year. You're dead. You're well, yeah, well, well, well it, it also says that as we behold him, yes, we go from image to image, yeah, from glory to glory. So, so as beholding him is looking at the image of Christ and, and changing into his meta, meta, metamorphosizing into him, yeah. So, meditation is, is really a powerful me, a platform to change these invisible things that nobody can see that God sees, which is tif, dip, difficult to do, or you use the prayer platform. Sometimes it can be a quick thing, a quick shift, like saying, oh, I'm going to change from that. But the quick shift is, oh, I'm going to change from that are physical things like, oh, I'm going to pay my tithe. Oh, I'm going to pay my offering. Or, oh, I'm going to 
give to give a, a, a blessing, something, a provision to somebody at the house of God. These are natural, physical uh, experiences that are very simple to do. It's the invisible spiritual sins that are tough to change from. And what I mean is the honor. What I mean is the humility. What I mean is the forgiveness. Does that make sense? The invisible stuff is the difficult one. When, if you can master the invisible stuff, the rest of the physical stuff is easy. Hmm. You show up to the house of God and there's, there's, there's two types of obedience. There's the, the, the invisible spiritual yeah. and the physical natural walking of man. The invisible in, in, in the spirit of man is the hard one. So a lot of people say, oh, God wants me to be humble. Oh, I'm going to be humble now. You think it's that easy? It's not just saying, oh, I'm going to be... I used to think it was just saying, oh, I'm going to be humble now. <laughs> and then you like... It's not. Because the heart, the heart and the mind must be rewired. So the, the rewiring process takes time. Oh, yeah. It does. It does. Um... <laughs> no, the <laughs> rewiring it it does take time. He's just to kind of cool this off. Um, we've spoken about kind of like the intense side of God, like you yes. know, kind of like pressing in. Sure. I I was thinking about it. Um, I like to think of things that people don't like to think about, or yeah, I like to imagine like okay. You know, when we read through the Gospels, you know, the, it says that there's so much about Jesus' personality. That's one of the things that it's almost like when they say that if everything was captured about Jesus when he walked the earth, they would not, just from the miracles he did and every single thing he did, like, it, there would not be enough books to contain Correct. it. So how much more do we have? So it's almost like the, my imagination always goes to places like, like did like did like did Jesus uh, like what was the fun side of him? Cause, cause the fun like, side? Yeah, yeah. Like 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 like. Uh, do you, do you, do you ever do you, do you ever be there and you're like man like did Jesus like crack jokes when, when like when they were? <laughs> I always of course I, did. I always course I always did. I always think about that and I'm yeah. like I'm like what kind of jokes would like Jesus you know make? Sure. Cause he's cause this dude, these people spend like a lot of time together. Yes. He did. So there must have been like I don't I don't I don't think every moment was like preaching, like yeah yeah no of course pre not preaching and intense or whatever. Of course not. There were moments where by the way just like yes you know hanging out and we don't we don't of get course. to see him. Yes. Um, you, I would I would one hundred percent agree with that because he was he was God having a human experience a, a spiritual man, let's say a prophet or an apostle. Yeah, a prophet or apostle. Yeah, they're going to be serious a lot of the time. They are. Because they have, they're incorporating thousands of spiritual laws, and they're they're aware of certain things that are go or no go, and they don't want that atmosphere around them. So it's, it can be very difficult and daunting to be around spiritual people because they're so restricted in nature. However, that the joy of the Holy Spirit of God, the joy of the Lord is our strength, and the joy of salvation is a real thing. So the joy of salvation that's manifesting in a man, the guy is just going to be. Overdrawn, uh, overjoyed with joy. So, how can you be twenty four seven serious when you're overjoyed with joy? The joy will have expression. The joy will I have see. manifestation. You can crack jokes. You can. In my personal little life with God, there's times I'm just. If I prayed really, really well in the morning, and I just I'm really filled, I just start laughing and laughing and laughing. Not like a crazy person, but just overflowed with joy, and people can't understand it. 
Yeah. You know, what is wrong with you? Why are you laughing nonstop? This is my real experience, but it's the joy of God. Yeah. And so, I have to explain them. I'm like, listen, man, you don't know what I've done every day and what I do, what I did this morning. You woke up and came here and met me. I woke up and prayed for five hours straight. How are we going to have the same experience? And they're like, well, okay, so you did pray for five hours straight. What does that have to do with laughing? I'm drunk off the spirit. <laughs> that is, uh, that, that's, uh, I've, I've, Does that make sense? No, I've, I've experienced that. Yeah, yeah. Where, where I was at the gym and uh, uh, there was a girl who caught me laughing. <laughs> and she was like, you, why are you laughing alone? And, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and I actually had to kind of like make up something. I was yeah. like, I was like, but I was actually... Just joy. I was just... I was... Because for the first time, I was like... I was trying to tap into this other nature of God. I was like... John approached him just for like a light humor, right? Yeah. So we're looking at different things and, and he was telling me some stuff and uh, I would really love to tell this story, but it's... Um... <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you one thing. And again, this is for a really grown up, developed spiritual... God is funny. God he, ha- he, 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 is. he does have a sense of humor and um, he has come to me multiple times and shown me a vision show me a dream and it's just it wasn't an instruction it was just something comical for me to see it maybe showed me somebody in my life but in a very comical manner and I, I wake up and I'm like oh my and I start laughing I'm like oh my god this 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 god is he's funny he is. he he's actually has a sense of humor he's strict again we know that god is a multifaceted god he's a multi-sided god but He's strict. He can be loving. He can be wrathful. He can, be, but there's also one side of him that is uh, very joyous and very funny. And if you get close enough, he will express it to you. Yeah, he'll you'll see it. Yeah, and you'll be blown to pieces that how the creator of the universe cracks jokes to his kids. Yeah, mine. Anyways, um, maybe I'll just share part of it. This is so funny because I think I'd read, I don't know if it was Songs of Solomon or somewhere there in Proverbs where it kind of talks about, you know, a, a woman and, and, and what one of the scriptures is talking about, like, you know, he'll be drunk on her love and, and all of that. So kind of, I read that and, and then I don't know why I was kind of meditating on that, but uh, I went to the gym and I was just laughing because mm-hmm. um, kind of like, somebody like crossed over and I laughed and it was like I felt like on the inside of me it was like I was like okay Lord and it was almost like well yeah I created them type thing yeah. type attitude and I was like I was laughing and it was it was yeah there's been some other jokes where I just kind of just start laughing and I'm like oh Lord this is so funny you really but, um, you can analyze the level of your spiritual uh, fervency and the level of your spiritual walk by simply analyzing the joy in the in your life, if you have if you're walking in a high level of joy, you're close to God. If you're not, you're not close because closeness to God means joy, and that's why the Bible says, "In my presence there shall be fullness of joy." Wow! Yeah, there's a fullness. There's, and that is right. Yeah, it's yeah. In my presence there is fullness of joy. Yes. And he that right is yeah. he, he that is seated in the heavens shall laugh. Wow. He's talking about when you're close to me, you're going to be a very joyous person. At, at this realm, 
you're, you, you will be a little bit strange because nobody around you is walking in that dimension and everybody's just robotic and straightforward and da 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 da, -da but you're just by yourself, but you're just like, ah, like laughing, you know what I mean? And they won't under. The Holy Ghost makes you weird a little bit. It, yeah, the Holy Ghost does make you weird. <laughs> yeah. That's why, uh, you know, John was eating wild locusts and honey and wearing camel's girt. <laughs> but yet he was the great he was strange yeah yet the greatest man born of woman yeah the one that baptized Jesus himself in the Jordan River so one of the ironic things about God and this is the last thing I'm going to say the closer you get to him you're going to be so polished in, in, in a way in a spiritual sense you'll be so polished pruned appearance spirit clean fortified However, there's certain things that you do that just because they're spiritual in nature that a carnal person will just think you're the weirdest person ever. So that's just what it is. Spiritual, the, the, the more spiritual you are, you will have to, uh, you will become a little odd, but you're going to have to uh, be ready for mockery because people, they will talk but you know they'll, they'll talk bad about you this guy's weird i get it all the time i get it all the time but i don't care because i know what i'm doing is, is beautiful and it's worth it it's worth it yeah this was uh this was uh pretty some cool stuff this is actually some pretty enlightening stuff so one of the things for me that i'm gonna take away is you spoke about how you approach god and with i know we use the word top speed but you say mm. before you hit top speed you you as you build up to top speed even when you hit top speed you you know you've praised him you've worshiped him you've given him what he wants then now you have that servanthood attitude mm. and and you've interceded for other people you've prayed yeah. for the church you've prayed for his word you've prayed you kind of like served everybody else mm -hmm. you've wooed him and then you've served everybody else and then after that it's almost like you know, there's almost like he, you just have to look at him and he's like, I got you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's that, why the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing with all that getting, get thy understanding. So yeah. this is a level of applied spiritual wisdom. Yeah. This, 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 this is also going to help me as well. And also the other thing that you said is uh, when we're praying, focus, kind of be all in tune. Yes. Spirit, soul, and body. So it's like your mind, focus on, focus yeah. on him. Absolutely. And, come at it with strength yeah you know it's it can be a challenge you know when we wake up you sure. know before we hit top speed but i think one of the things that i'm that for me is helping me is worship helps me hit top speed mm -hmm. yeah it's like worshiping it's like as as the as i start to worship let's say when i wake up i'm let's say 100 meters uh away from the throne and then as I start to worship, Very I move closer. closer and closer and closer. Absolutely. I think by like three three songs in. You're like 50 meters. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm like 50. And I'm a, by like four songs in, I'm like I'm like right there. By the mm -hmm. time, yeah. Then I'm like now pouring out my heart. Correct. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's... Uh, and also then I put energy into it. Yes. You know, I it's almost... Uh, you know, one, one other thing that I thought about one time was like... Because in Psalms, I, I believe Psalms 145 says that every living thing is eating out of his hand. And I was thinking about it and saying one of the things that really encouraged me to 
kind of approach him with strength, even when I wake up, I was like, think about all the creatures out there. So the lion wakes up, you know, it's, 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 it's also ready to be fed. You know, it's expecting prey and it's also majestically, you know, it's, 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 it's walking with purpose, you know, the gazelle, the, 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 the zebra, like everything is hitting stride, you know, in, in, in purposefully, you know, they're not walking like lethargically or you know what I mean? You know, the birds that are, the, 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 the morning ones, man, they're, they're singing, mm. you know, they're doing their thing. It's almost like all creation is, is, is gets up and so if you like the crown jewel of creation and you're waking up and you're just coming to him like and Same thing. Uh, yeah and a little bird is singing louder than you yeah it's a bad look it's, a, <laughs> it's, a bad, it's a, i actually i actually thought about that i was like everything is like hitting strides everything's yeah. coming at him like strength and you're the crown jewel and you're yes. just coming you're just coming in and like and the little bird in the trees already giving him like giving him their best voice yes you know and waking people up because a lot of people wake up on you know those bird sounds yes so the sun you know has reason and it's just ready to just kind of like spread its energy around the earth yes so that's been really interesting um uh, christian it's always nice to have you on the podcast and uh we'll love to have you back and uh, you. talk more about prayer and uh there's also some other intense episodes that we're working on yes. and uh we we're gonna take some deep dives into like kind of the spiritual world because uh for me it's and for, and for for everyone who's listening it's 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 an honor to have someone like christian who's kind of been on the other side he's crossed over so he's been very strong man of god and we can it's always good for me to just kind of talk to him and hear about you know, kind of spiritual world. So, Christian, Thank nice you. to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This was episode two of the Doing Life with God series with our first guest of the series, Christian. Your host for today was Calvin Cavanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. Blood. Wash us in the blood. Wash us in the blood. Wash us in the blood.